0: Alrighty guys, welcome back to bro Philosophy. Here we are, we have a new show for you guys today that you're going to love. Before we jump into that show, we want to support the people that support us. So, who supports us? Well, True Protein support us. True Protein are the best supplement company in Australia. Take it from me, there's only... there's only 385 of them and I've tried them all and I've seriously, seriously done the work and I know for a fact, 100% sure 100% 100 take it from me that true protein are the best Um, so if you trust me and you should because as I said, tried them all then go to trueprotein.com.au, use the code BRO at checkout, and you'll get 10% off. We're also brought to you by Yeti. So why is Yeti worth it, guys? They're a premium outdoor brand that's making some serious noise in the Australian marketplace. They're a new standard of coolers, and the two hard cooler models, the Tundra and the Rody, are at the forefront of their mission. Why is a Yeti worth it? It is a high-quality cooler that you'll never have to replace. A freezer-quality gasket and supreme insulation join forces to deliver unmatched heat and ice retention. These coolers have been attacked by bears, chucked out of moving trucks, hit by semis, dropped out of planes, and are still game for more. Sounds like they would probably beat Superman in a fight. And... They have a five-year warranty on all co- on all cores, providing proof that the product lives up to customer's expectations. So, Yeti became a, a, a partner of ours because I work from a co-working space that Yeti worked from, and I'm good buddies with um, the head of Australia uh, and the marketing guy in Australia also, just good guys. And the company is so amazing, that they've just hit the shores in Australia and New Zealand. Um, They've been operating in the US for years and years and years, and they're rapidly, rapidly growing and can't keep up with uh, with the pace of their growth because the product is so good. How do products grow? Marketing is a way to promote a really great product and make it grow faster. Marketing doesn't do it all for you. You have to have a fantastic product, and Yeti are growing at bonkers rates because their product is just a 10 out of 10. So, if you want coolers, guys, outdoor gear, um, anything outdoor, then head to au.yeti.com forward slash bro and check out their range. Lastly, this show is brought to you by Athena. So, what is Athena, guys? So, Athena is basically a way for small business to scale their team to help them get more time back in their life and more money in their bank account. So how would we do that? So in business, not all tasks are created equal. So in all small business, there's a lot of tasks that are of administrative nature, repetitive nature, um, stuff that's not on the absolute top priority list of the the key drivers that are going to move the business forward, but they need to be done every week. So what we do is we find extremely talented freelancers, and we plug them into our clients' businesses to help them, really take the things off their plate so they can focus on the higher value tasks. That's not all we do though. We also recruit uh, specialists for specialist roles. So if you want a, uh, an audio video, sorry, an audio video producer, if you want an SEO writer, if you want someone who's worked in HR, if you want an inventory manager, if you want an Amazon e-commerce um, weapon, then we can find them. We've got them ready to go waiting. So um, working with us is going to, cut your costs locally of, uh, of hiring somebody locally for um, by probably one third or one quarter of the price and that's what small businesses need small business is basically or entrepreneurs I should say are the people that are trying to change the world shape the world that we live in trying to do things better and it's bloody hard you know businesses fail all the time they fail within their first year most of them and And we're out to make sure that that doesn't happen. We're we're out to support small business, support the people that are trying to, you know, shape the world that we live in. And we're able to do that by giving them a cost-effective, awesome team member to help them scale. So, if you want 20 hours free of virtual assistant services, I actually hate the term virtual assistant, but for lack of a better term, if you want 20 hours free with a a team member through Athena, head to athena.co, that's A-T-H-Y-N-A, Use the code BRO when you inquire, and uh, we'll go from there. Anyway, guys, here's the show. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face.
1: And that's it. Yo. Discovery, roger. Go for deploy.
0: In what is the of the human race? I'm confused. You want to leave. I did. You could go okay that girl. Giggity, giggity, giggity.
1: giggity. A high-powered mutant of some kind, never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live. Too rare to die.
0: Shanna, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Um,
0: So we have Shanna Kennedy here today. um, And look, we'll dive into lots of different things that, you know, your history and and what what fires you up and what you do. But in your own words, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Shanna Kennedy?
2: Well, I am a very calm, grounded, confident... life coach executive strategist really and over 20 years i've really developed a methodology that's Mm going to give you clarity purpose and direction and a bit of a roadmap for your life Mm because i think a lot of people have not done that Mm -hmm. and my journey to get here is really varied and different and and all for a reason that actually Mm -hmm. i came to be here today
0: cool so all right so What's your background? Like where did you grow up? Is it big family, close family? Like what's where did where,
1: where um, did you come? from? I grew
2: from? up in Waverley. Oh, yeah? Waverley. Um cool. my, my family's a Dutch family. So oh, we yeah. had this work ethic punched into us from day one. Like just work hard and everything will be great. Mm-hmm. So it was it was really ground into us probably a little bit too much. It was mm-hmm. a little bit detrimental for me. And when I finished school I didn't go to uni because I wanted to go to work. I was mm-hmm. like hell bent on I'd watched Wall Street, the movie, fell in love with Gordon Gekko and I said, oh, I'm so going to be a (laughs) stockbroker. So I did my work experience at school on the stock exchange floor, which Mm -hmm. back in the old days, I'm showing my age, it was when everyone was running around the floor like crazy. Mm -hmm. My job was to get the ticket out of the machine and run through the crowd to the man in the red and then he'd wow, go on by. Wow, so, that's so funny. Super exciting. Yeah. Why would you go to uni when yeah. you can go there? Yeah,
0: you can literally run to get your job done. Oh, so good. Yeah. So, I,
2: I um, got a job there. I rang the, the HR lady like every single day for two weeks until mm-hmm. she couldn't stand me and knew that wow. I would never stop. So that's she, hustle. I <laughs> that's the definition of hustle. I was super hungry yeah. to get onto that floor, yeah. you know, really, really hungry. So. I started in the filing department basically in the dungeon with mm-hmm. no windows, old mm-hmm. stinky contract notes. Rising damp on, on the walls, yeah, dripping from the ceiling. Just, just yeah, just dust everywhere. Gotcha. And I worked my way up to be one of the first girls to sit on that trading desk and get right up there. So cool. it was a really exciting time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, you know, you're, you're only 20 and you don't have a degree and you're a girl. Mm-hmm. And so I went, oh, <laughs> you're doing a great job, but, you know, all of wow. these things. So I said, okay, well... I'm not going to change my gender. <laughs> yeah. um, so what I did is I, I left. Gender it... fluidity wasn't as big of a thing no, back in the day. Years ago, God, no, 20, is I don't So I actually went and travelled the world for a couple of years with my backpack. And oh, great! Went to like 50 countries. Amazing. Worked in the Swiss Alps. Got the you know Swiss ski instructor boyfriend. Had the yep. best time ever. Came back and and really saw stockbroking for what it was in the in the in the 80s, the late 80s, mm-hmm. which was a bit more like the Wolf of Wall Street. Yep. And I said, I actually don't like this environment and I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. So I got a job with a lawyer who was very passionate about golf. And he said to me, do you want to know how to run a business from the ground up? And I'm like, hell yes. You mm-hmm. know, when things are a hell yes. Yep. So off I went and um, he taught me everything about negotiating contracts, running corporate golf days, going on tour with the golfers, negotiating all these sponsorship deals mm-hmm. and running a business. Mm-hmm. So that was a really great gift for me. And then a sunglass company saw me at the golf and they said, We love how you do business. Mm -hmm. We need a sponsorship manager. We've got 200 athletes. And I was a bit of a fake it till you make it. Yeah, for sure. You have to be. I still haven't studied really. Yeah. Yeah. But I was really um, the A type overachieving perfectionist. Mm -hmm. I loved working and I loved to work really hard. So I went in there and I completely transformed the way everything was done. I was Mm -hmm. very strategic very organized, sports always on the weekend as you know. Mm-hmm. So it turned out to be I was uh, basically seven days a week. Yeah. And I didn't have any self-care skills whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It was all burn and churn, burn yeah, and churn, sure. work hard, work hard. But I actually didn't protect the asset which was myself. Mm-hmm. So after about five years of that I got chronic fatigue. Wow. And you know, chronic fatigue, y- you can't see it. Mm. You know, you don't have plaster. Um, it's a bit like a lot of our mental health issues this day you know you look fine but you're mm-hmm. not fine yeah for sure um so people are like what's wrong with you and i'm like i actually can't even function so yeah. i was in bed couldn't get up couldn't drive my car couldn't <coughs> shower myself couldn't cook couldn't Whoa. go to the supermarket because the, the, the lights would be burning your eyes oh. so it was absolute hell mm. and i had my life ripped up, ripped apart basically yeah. so it took quite a while to recover and and in that time, I actually hired a life coach, which I'd never heard of. Yeah. But I was like, I'm I'm going into a very deep depression. Mm-hmm. Um, how am I going to help myself here? So I just needed that guide, that lighthouse, to go. Well, today's challenge is to walk to the letterbox, mm-hmm. and tomorrow is the letterbox and to the end of the street. And I had to record it. And mm-hmm. I became a project. Yeah. Like my whole life became a project. Just me, not my job. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also been observing all of these athletes, you know, our beautiful stars that we all worship and adore and Mm -hmm. bring the country together, is who are you without your job? Mm. Who are you without your sport? So who is Dusty Martin without Richmond? Or, you know, all of these Olympians. And I saw the very dark side of sport where, you know, in 20 years ago, nobody really cared about them after sport. So there was no transition program, there was no education, there was no plan B in case Mm -hmm. you got injured or mm-hmm. anything like that so these poor people were losing their money their marriages yeah. becoming alcoholic hero status. to zero in in one in one day yeah you'd become hero to zero oh now.
0: yeah it'll be the worst
2: the worst yeah and so I was really thinking about them, thinking, you know, nobody really cares. And, but they were all telling me their problems. Mm-hmm. So I'd sort of been a counsellor as well as a sponsorship manager. Mm-hmm. So I decided to study life coaching to coach athletes into retirement. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I started my own business 20 years ago and nobody... You know, everyone thought I was a complete idiot. Yeah. Why would you leave? People would have been
0: thinking, you're making up, this doesn't even exist. Yeah. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Why would you leave your beautiful
2: Jerry Maguire job flying around watching sport? That's right. What everyone thinks is the life of, yeah, yeah. a coach. Yeah. So, it was quite horrific because everywhere I went, everyone's going, what are you talking about? It's a bit like, you know, when personal training first came in and people said, why would I pay someone to take me for a run when I can go for a run myself? That's right. And it just took a while for the world to catch on, but it's really caught on now in a yeah. big way. Um, and then my business turned very corporate because there is the corporate athlete as well, mm-hmm. who is the guy who, or the girl who, you know, it's worked really hard. They've climbed the ladder. They've got to partner. They've got to director. They're burnt out. Mm-hmm. They forgot to build their life. Yeah. And they're coming to me going, I forgot, like I haven't got my financial plan, I don't have any friends, I forgot Mm -hmm. to have children, I've Mm -hmm. ruined all my partnerships. I actually don't know who I am without the title of Peter from Macquarie Bank. Yeah,
0: your LinkedIn looks great, but your uh, your life doesn't so much.
2: (laughs) So my job is to come in and build the person. Mm -hmm. Like, who are you without your job? If you can be grounded and calm and confident in who you are as a human being, and your job's what you do. Yep. And it's got to be exciting and, and work for you, but you, you are the business mm-hmm. that you need to work for, so what are those pillars that make you perform at your best? So that's what I've been doing for that 20 years, and um, then I started to write books mm-hmm. because we're not taught these skills at school. Yeah. So no one teaches you how do you know what your values are.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We're not taught. So you go out into the world, You've got no home base. You've got no, nothing to ground you.
0: Yeah, I don't think we're taught any of the important stuff.
2: Huh?
0: We're not taught any of the important stuff. No, we're not. Relationships, mental health, well, money. life skills. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's yeah. all the stuff that if you have it all going for you, I mean, money's probably not as, as important, but it is kind of, we live our well, life. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you have all those things going for you, everything else can, will take care of itself. Yes. But that's the stuff that we yes. we don't get taught gets yeah. left behind. And
2: I think that's the foundational piece that's missing in the education system. Mm. But what I wanted to do with my books was how do we create like the Donahue cookbook where <laughs> it like looks pretty, so people look at it. Yeah. It's not too heavy. Yep. But it's actually going to give you your life and wellness skills as a, a skill set that you need to master for life that are just mm-hmm. as important as your marketing skills and your sales mm-hmm. skills and your time management skills, yeah. you know, etc.
0: Yeah, well, all right, cool. You've given me a lot to work Sorry. with there. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Um, yeah, I think just on the life coaching thing, it's such a funny one. Um, and I feel like even the difference between now and maybe three to five years ago, it's like um, it's much more of a welcomed, like established kind of career for people. People don't go, what is a life coach? Now it's kind of like, yes. but even um, even I remember it uh, would have been Three years ago, uh, one of my friends, he worked uh, he worked with me on my previous company. Uh, he, w- he started this podcast with me mm-hmm. uh, and he just became... He's neither, not involved in either anymore, but he just became a really close friend of mine and he stopped... He ran a gym, uh, it was quite successful, and he just felt like he'd kind of lost passion wanted to move on and he became a life coach. And for some reason, all my friends on uh, social media and stuff, they all wanted to go through me to to have a crack at him they're like oh how about Mac he's a life coach these days and they would yeah yeah, really peppering him and I and I would always fly the flag for him I'm like yeah but he's fucking great at it yeah like it uh, because what happened was I was going through a rough period three years ago and I remember um Mac had just broken out to doing this life coaching stuff and I said mate I want you to do me a favor I want you to do whatever you do I said I'll pay I'll pay if you like it we didn't Mm -hmm. end up having a paid relationship But I said, I want you to help me. I want you to, tr- I don't know what I don't know. I want you to, you know. Yeah. And really, he was just like my pillar of support and my accountability coach. Because yeah. I had to do everything. Mm-hmm. And most of the stuff that I, he, he took me through some really interesting bits and pieces. But um, most of it, I knew. Most of it, oh, I had to implement all of it, really. Yeah. He was just there to really hold me accountable and support me through the process. And... He was just he's, just, he's actually just excellent with people. And when people were, um, when he made this decision to become a life coach, everyone was kind of like, oh, how about Mac is a life coach? I don't know, all my friends, everyone that knew us both. I and I would people say...
2: I didn't place value on it because yeah. they didn't understand it. Yeah. You know, and if you don't understand what a life coach can do for you, you can't place value on it. No, that's right. Um, but for me, the life coach saved my life. Yeah. You know, because without that person to guide, support teach me new skills, hold me accountable and hold my hand through that period of chronic fatigue where it's at its worst. I still have it today and have to manage it. Yeah. But, and I still hire coaches for myself because yeah. I want to be the best possible version of myself. Yeah. You want to make a well person yourself.
0: better or like just just the, the you want to perform at, the, at your peak, I guess, in no, life I, in general.
2: I, I just think life is precious. Yeah. So I want to make my minutes count and yep. I want to know what my purpose, my, my direction is and, it's a bit like being a personal trainer. They need a trainer too. Mm. They need people to to hold them up to to Definitely. get out of their comfort zone and become a better trainer. Mm-hmm. So I invest in training for myself as well.
0: Yeah, so you mm. should. I mean, you can't coach yourself.
2: No, you, you can't, just can't coach yourself. You,
0: you can't do it. So, um, let me go back to just um, to the chronic fatigue period and your mm-hmm. your life coach through that. So, obviously chronic fatigue um, yeah, physically, mm-hmm. uh, you would be it would it would have been hell, but so to get you back on track, this life coach in particular, what skills did, did he or she, her, she, she, did you say? She, yeah. mm-hmm. What skills did she teach you? Like what did it actually look like step by step? I know you said yeah. little small steps, let's go to the mailbox today. Um, and, but what, what did it look like?
2: What, what a life coach can do also is make you look up. So mm-hmm. when you're in something, whether it's your job that you're really focused on mm-hmm. and everything else is not going too well or whatever, is she kept telling me to look up past chronic fatigue. Yep. So, let's think of life past chronic fatigue. So, I always had this vision of getting better, what I was going to do next, what my next moves were, wa- what, what did I want my 30s to be about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was constantly in a creative mode, even though my body couldn't do it yet. Yep. Because chronic fatigue is extreme pain. Mm-hmm. So, I had extreme leg pain. Um, all my nerve endings were, you know, like fried. So, oh, yeah. touch don't touch me don't turn oh, the lights on and around. absolutely do not make any noise oh, so, so still now in cafes <laughs> just don't be around me yeah, just just, just me. Yeah. <laughs> but even now, i'm just gonna be down here
0: downstairs in the basement you guys go about your day
2: <laughs> if i get a bit run far down around. now it's actually my ears that hurt the most oh really yeah so i've been in a cafe and you would know how to have music on yep. i can't I, it, it like penetrates my head oh wow so when you when your system's broken and cracked It doesn't heal. So Mm. you have to manage it. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I like to do is make sure people don't get into that position in the first place. Mm -hmm. Because if you have a self-care strategy and you want to protect the asset, which is yourself, you will have some nice boundaries Mm -hmm. to make sure that you don't self-destruct because you're hooked up on, you know, there's no reward without great effort or whatever your mantra might be. It's actually a bit destructive.
0: Oh, my God. I have the biggest issue with the hustle community. So... um, I have a company, it's a freelancer, a closed freelancer marketplace, so we work business to business, um, mainly helping small business, you know, Mm -hmm. solopreneurs and and small business to try and get time back in their life and to try and scale the business or or fill a need or whatever. But one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about it is, oh my God, the... Do you know Gary Gary V? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, Gary v, so, yeah. so Gary V. I saw. I don't really. I follow him on um, on Instagram, but I don't really fully, you know, take in every bit of his content like a lot of people do. Stuff. I like him. I think he's great. But he went. I reckon that was probably about three or four years ago. Like he had such a hustle mentality kind of mantra going on, and I've seen him fix that because mm-hmm. so many people started pushing back. Because I think Grant Cardone and Gary V and all these kind of like. Famous entrepreneurs, it's like hustle till you die, and, and yeah, do, you know, yeah. and or, or, or your business for you know. Yeah. So it's not healthy, you know. Like we're not meant to be productivity machines. So,
2: well, well I think some people like a Gary V have a different constitution. Yeah. So if you don't know yourself and you're not connected to yourself, where you go, mm. actually, if I did what Gary V said, I, I would die. Like I would push myself <laughs> yeah. into the ground. Yeah. So I need to see him as an inspiration to maybe go out of my comfort zone a bit yeah. or push a little bit harder but I can't be like him. Whereas yeah. I think what a lot of people do is go, I'm gonna take what he does word for word and I'm gonna keep pushing myself but they haven't really looked at actually does that actually suit me and yeah. does it work for my health and my well being and what's going to happen to my mental health and yeah. my friends and family.
0: Yeah, I think it's um I think it's a shame that people People get caught up in that lifestyle and the and the corporate ladder and or not even the corporate ladder. Say someone's you know running their own small business, a, a carpenter, or, for example, and they need to have instead of having the 30 square house, they need to have a 45 square house with a with a pool, and they need to have a Mercedes and a what? It's so dumb. Yeah. I had um, I had not, definitely not similar trajectory to you, but somewhat similar. I had um, I bought my first property when I was 19. And I had three when I was three properties when I was 22. Um, and i was just focused on money like i was like the one mm. the one success metric that i that i thought just tracked with success was just financial yeah um not freedom financial accumulation yeah like accumulation R- that's yeah. right and i was like as a 22 23 year old bloke i was 10 times as successful by any financial metric than anyone that i knew you know cuz i had i don't know what it would have been Definitely a few hundred thousand dollars worth of equity in these properties that I had. And I was super unhappy, you know, because all I would do was focus on where am I gonna get the next dollar that I can invest over here and it was just hustle and grind. And then I got sick when I was twenty-three and I was pretty ill for about a year, and I'm totally fine now. I was, it was only a twelve month period, but through the middle of that twelve month period, oh, sorry, at the middle of that twelve month period, I just woke up and was Thought to myself, fuck this, why am I focusing on all this side of my life? Like, this is not fun. I'm not having fun. It's like um,
2: you got on this fast merry-go-round and you yeah. just kept spinning around. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get
0: off because I was 19 years old. Yeah. So, my father helped me buy my first property. So, rightly or wrongly, I didn't know until just really recently. Uh, my mum kind of mentioned it in passing that a lot of my family were furious at my dad for helping me slash making me buy a house at 19 mm-hmm. because it definitely set me up to have financial freedom and that was what he wanted to do and I still think it was probably if push came to shove the right decision to 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 mm-hmm. to, to do for your son but also a lot of my family were like he's way too young to, for you to be pushed so I was a laborer because he didn't I didn't want to mm-hmm. study he he's like work with me mm-hmm. save up money we'll buy your house and you can do whatever you want mm-hmm. you know and then basically that's what I did but I, I like was that. I like that. yeah it was good but but then I was a laborer right so I was making fuck all yeah and I had to to Service the mortgage. I had to work as hard as I could while I bought a renovator's delight. And for eighteen months, like every night for four or five, so four or five hours, it was insane for a nineteen-year-old, twenty-year-old kid, you know. So, yeah. and then as you said, I was on the merry-go-round yes. and I couldn't get off. Yes. So, but I actually, I kind of woke up at twenty-three and was like, okay, cool. I'm very successful and I'm not happy. So, and I said at the right, the middle point of that twelve-month period, I said, fuck this, I'm out of here. So, I bought no, I googled um, hundred greatest experiences. In the world and yes. then i like 100 places to see before you die and all this and then i planned a trip and then i traveled s- similar to you like 40 or 50 countries over yeah. a five-year period yeah. and then came back and came back a number of times and um but and i was lucky enough to kind of have that experience where i feel like i kind of woke up i think i'll be successful you need money you can't being having no money will make you unhappy but so many people I don't know, they it just
2: helps to make you happy. Yeah. But that's not everything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I guess how much of what you do is based around that concept with, you know, like your corp- let's talk about corporate mm-hmm. corporate clients of yours, for example.
2: Mm-hmm. How they much make of a lot of money.
0: Yeah, they'll make a lot of money. Like they're high achievers. How much of what you do is kind of like is it similar um,
1: It's
2: the same for everyone. So whether you're the 23 year old laborer or Mm. you're the ceo of a corporation my job as a life executive strategist is to say let's look 10 years down the track so you're then you know instead of 23 33 yeah let's reverse engineer why do you need to do all of this now Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. Um, it's not making you happy what can we do Maybe in two years' time you buy another property, but you don't have to buy another one now. Mm-hmm. So we need to reverse engineer as to what you want for your older self that's, yep. that's better. So with the corporate, it's a bit the same. You're making all these decisions that are against your values because you don't even know your values. So yep. let's go back to, to the bricks, to the, to the foundation of the house. Mm-hmm. Let's get it all in order. What are your values? What's your purpose? What are the most important things to you in the world right now? Mm-hmm. What are we doing to support them? What's your strategy? What are your habits that support you to to be that person? And where's your vision? Where are mm-hmm. you going? If you don't have a roadmap, your brain is just stuck in the chaos of now and very reactionary. Mm. So you need that 10-year, tw- I have a 20-year roadmap mm-hmm. um, that sort of helps guide me on why I would make the decisions I'm making today mm-hmm. so that I'm really clear, very calm in my decision-making because I've already thought it all through. Yeah. So the life strategist, that's what they should be doing. Um, Counselling is to go and address the problems. Mm. A life coach should be actually helping you move forward with new skills. That, that's, that's the difference.
0: It's quite interesting because um, a lot of the clients that you're talking about have probably sat down and had branding and vision and, and, and strategy uh, development sessions around their business or they the business their that they're working Yeah, that's right.
2: They can su- recite them to me in a yeah. flash. But yeah, like, yeah. what about yours? I got it written on the wall. <laughs> yeah, well, what about yours? Because <laughs> yeah. you're the asset Yeah. and you're the business. Hmm. So you're the business that you're working for. And if you can't define the business that you're working for, and how do you know if you're making the right decision to take that job or mm. or buy that house?
0: Yeah, it's actually the hardest stuff to do in business or in life, I feel like, is define who you are and what you stand for. Mm. You know, it's really quite challenging stuff. Um, and, and
2: liberating when you do it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, um, you know, as our company, we have, we have a certain motto and a certain value set and that dictates, this is the second company really that I've run. And the first one had... A great front end, as in brand and mm-hmm. um so forth, a great front end, but nothing guiding it in the back end. So basically we just had nice audio video. I mean, like, you know, if we had great videographers on our trips yeah. that we'd go on, you know. So yeah. but 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 none of the brand was driven by like, you know, what do we actually stand for? So and we with my the next time I started a company, that was one of the first things we put in place and actually everything is built around that. And I've done some of that work myself personally. Mm. Um but it is definitely Very challenging. And how much is, do you find it difficult trying to like, trying to sit down with people and go through that work? Is it?
2: Oh, no, I love it. Yeah. But for them, is
0: it like, is it hard to get it out of people? Well,
2: no, because if you're a great coach, you can see it instantly in somebody and you help craft Mm -hmm. and you help build their recipe and you want to walk away from your coach with basically a a mind map of your life so that you go oh it's so simple Mm -hmm. so the coach really my job is to make the confusing simple Mm. and once we simplify life becomes pretty easy yeah and pretty calm you're pretty confident you're pretty grounded the wind comes along you don't fall over because you really are quite settled in in your own skin
0: Mm -hmm. so if we're going reverse engineering so because i actually don't like Planning that far ahead, business or personally, because there's so much that can change. Yes. But for the ex- exercise yes. you're doing, I can see the value in yes. it for sure. And you got to have, you got to try your best to figure out, okay, where do I want to be? And, and okay. obviously reverse engineer. But if that's the top end of the reverse engineering funnel, like that's ten years in the future,
2: yeah. I'll give you an example. Yeah. So you're going. I live in Melbourne. I live in Melbourne. I live in Melbourne. Yep. And I think I'm going to go to Sydney. I'm like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. Well, if we look at over ten years, maybe what if we did Melbourne, Sydney? Um, Brisbane, Perth, Darwin, and we ended up in the Maldives. What just yep. happened to your brain?
0: Um, it had lots of new stimulus over and over and over. A lot of it was pretty, probably scattered and rattled. You I don't know. know. I don't but, know what but, the but answer you should only
2: th- be. Th- you only thought you were as big as Melbourne, and now yes, like, okay, okay gotcha. but, but what if we made a little road map that way, generalized, mm-hmm. not not specific. Mm-hmm. What you would start to do is say, "Oh, oh, there's that festival in Perth. I'm going to put that on my list." Mm -hmm. And actually, there's something I want to do in Darwin. I'm going to put. So, what you're going to do is start populating a bit of a roadmap for yourself that you find exciting. Yep. So, and it suits your values, Mm -hmm. okay? And you know the kind of person that you want to be. Mm -hmm. So that's what we want to build towards. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be a Um, really well-connected, networked guy with like deep friendships, deep friendships, Mm -hmm. the plan would have to support your deep friendships, which means if you go and work in London for a month and then Singapore for a month, you're not going to have deep friendships. Yeah. Okay? So maybe we need to craft something that supports those friendships even more because it's Mm -hmm. so important to you, whatever Mm -hmm. that might be. So it's not about then you're stuck with the plan and it's boring. What, what the plan should do is give you incredible confidence so that when opportunities pass your way, you'll, you'll see most of them are a distraction. It's going to yeah. take you off course yeah. to what's in your heart.
0: Yeah. So, so cool. So, so I want to talk about this reverse engineering thing mm-hmm. kind of like a funnel, right? Yeah. Okay. So, or like a, no, let's do it the other way around. Let's do it like a pyramid. So, this mm-hmm. is 10 years, this is where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And then this down here, the bottom of the pyramid would, would obviously be, would that be your values? That's where you would, that's the real core of like what everything no, should build up yeah. that's the top. That's so the
2: top. Yeah, but out. I mean, what I, I mean by that sure.
0: is I guess the, the first thing that you need to know. Not yeah, not go for sure, it. Yeah? Let's do it.
2: Okay. So here's you at the top. Yep. That's who you want to be.
0: I'm a little more, you know, you're a I'm probably more a bit in than that. Yeah, yep. so, I
2: was. <laughs> um, so here is, um, I'm really happy. Yeah. Um, and here I'm the driver of my life. Mm-hmm. And I've got energy, and I'm like the number one. Okay, Mm -hmm. Down here's the grass, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people sit here where they're the passenger in life, which means they're reactionary, and they're a bit tired, maybe Mm -hmm. a bit resentful, and they're stuck in the grass. Mm -hmm. So your values sit here. Every time I do things that take me away from my values, I fall down here, Mm -hmm. and I feel stuck in the grass i lose my energy i'm a little bit resentful but if i make all the decisions that help support my values i'm always going to know who i am what's important to me why i'm doing this and i'm going to understand which gives me confidence
1: Mm -hmm.
0: yep cool that makes sense yeah no it makes perfect sense for sure if
2: i know where i'm going i've got energy to give because oh, i'm really interested in that so i'm going to start moving towards mm. that field and 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 that i'm going to support that cause and i've got, I've got a purpose this is yeah. a purpose here i'm just lost in the grass mm. and i'm mm. just reacting to whatever's happening and uh, you know i feel up one day down one day because I, I haven't got a map yeah so that that is that is life coaching 101 there yeah. is, how do we make you the best possible version for yourself so you know where you're going, you've got energy, you've got confidence, you're rock solid in your values. So every time things have come your way, you know, you know, you're so yeah. solid. I
0: think that's um, really great because I often in the past have struggled with like um, decision fatigue, I guess, opportunity fatigue. I probably call it opportunity fatigue. Like I remember- because most
2: um, of them are a distraction. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the other
0: thing is, um, most of them are a distraction, and the other thing is, um, so I, I had um, a session with um, my psychologist. Uh, this was about two years ago, and I was really, really worried about, um, worried about this decision. I can't remember exactly what decision it was in life, but I remember sitting down with Daryl, and I was like, "Right, oh, Daryl, I'm so stressed out. I can't believe it. I've been anxious and not sleeping, and blah blah." I said, "Mate, here's... You know, here's decision A, here's decision B, or what? There's one decision, so here's option A, here's option B, and I told him option A. This is probably what would happen, then this would happen, and then this would happen, and then this would happen, and then option B was like, then this would happen, and then this one, this would happen. Daryl goes, what would, what would, um, what would the end result of option A look like? And I was like, well, you know, this, that, and the other, blah, 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 and then I'd probably live, you know, happily ever after. And he goes, and what would the end result of option B be? And I was like, well, this, 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 and this, but. You know, then I'd probably well, probably be pretty good. You know, I'd probably work out pretty great. And he's like, well, figure out which one you want which path you want to go, make that decision and go with it. Like I was stressing about two great results. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. one should I choose, you know? Yeah. And without having a roadmap, like that would have probably made it a lot easier yeah. if I was like, right, because does this lean in to my values or does it lean away focused. from my my values?
2: <clears throat> so, so, so... What we do is we, we love our roadmap of all around the country and ending in the Maldives, mm-hmm. but we're not fully attached to it. Mm-hmm. But what it's done is opened our brain and said, you know, that I'm really, I, I really love that pathway. I, I've thought of the other pathways. I don't like them. So I'm pretty easy now to get rid of all the distractions when people say, oh, just stop off here. and I don't want to stop off there, actually, because if I keep going, I'll get there quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're outcome-focused, which means h- what can I do today?
1: Mm-hmm. When you
2: have the map and this... You can focus on today. You know how people say be present today? Mm-hmm. It's pretty hard to be present today when you don't know where you're going. Mm. But if you know where you're going, it's like I can sail my ship today and really enjoy it because my brain has a program in it. Mm-hmm. Without any program in the brain, all the viruses are coming in and... and um, there's no firewalls and, and we haven't programmed it for the day of what we want to feel and how we want to behave and what our intention is. Mm-hmm. But when you've got that security and you understand it, then, you know, you can go through your day being quite present because mm. you, you really understand who you are and, wh- and where
0: you're going. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, everything that you're talking about is um, very similar to when I sat down with Tommy, who the listeners w- will know. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that I mentioned was on the podcast. Um, yeah, I sat down about Four months ago i was having a tough time and he yeah he echoed very much what what you're talking about now he's very very clear on he wants you to have a path and a purpose and and so forth and the pushback that i always had with um with this is this is a lot harder to pick holes oh so the the this
2: this gives you freedom and choice yeah most people think it's a ball and chain yeah our our brain goes oh then i'm tied to that This is freedom and choice. This is energy. This means I'm choosing the life I want. Mm. I'm choosing this opportunity. I'm not just getting freaked out by it. Mm. I'm going to sit. I'm going to choose. Do I want it or I don't? And then we move on and we keep life simple.
0: Mm. Yeah, I like that for sure. One question I have and I'm interested to hear what your thoughts are. So myself, yourself, Tommy, who I just mentioned, Mac, who I've also mentioned, everyone probably under these four walls at Redbox Studios, most of the people walking around, you know, going to work in Collingwood and so forth. We're all very blessed with opportunity. Again, I'll use that word. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people that that aren't as blessed with opportunity. And I use the example, when I was talking to um, Tommy about something similar like this, um, me, Mac and Tommy actually it was, it was a different Mm -hmm. catch up. And we're talking about, they were talking about values and purpose and so on and so forth. And I was kind of like, okay, cool. I get all that. But what about the people that don't have as much opportunity? So like, I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. So I remember, and it made me feel so, so bad. Um, I was helping my buddy out doing some construction stuff. I used to be a um, tradey, Like I said, I was like, yeah, I yeah. got in the tr- in, into the trade industry and I was helping my mate out because he was going to Vietnam and needed to do this job and whatever and he needed help. So I was, I was doing a day's work. My brother was with me and um, I remember we were standing on this um, roof of this construction site and then there was a uh, um, garbage truck guy, driver, yeah, yeah. and he needed to turn left and he was driving down the street, and then you could hear, like, the brake slam, and he he couldn't turn because somebody had kind of parked in the way or whatever a little bit, and he was, like, trying to make the turn, didn't make it, reverse back, didn't make it. And then this guy goes, we were just kind of half-watching it, not even really watching it, and this guy goes, fuck, at the top of his lungs. And I looked at my brother, and I was, like, far out, man. It made me so sad. I was, like, that poor bastard, like... Like, it was a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. It was like 22 degrees, sun was shining. And this guy, that's not what most people when they're 10 years old set out to go and achieve is to drive garbage trucks around, you know. Mm -hmm. So, what I'm saying is there's a lot of people that Australia, Mm -hmm. we're not given as many opportunities and particularly lots of other places in the world, Mm -hmm. you know. You've traveled, Mm -hmm. you know, similar to me and Mm -hmm. seen everything, I'll I'll Mm -hmm. assume. So, how do you build this into people that don't have as much okay. opportunity as we are, because they're Swift. the same.
2: Yeah. So the when you're in Europe, the the person in the toilets that's cleaning the toilets, mm-hmm. and you give them the ten cents or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've had conversations with those people that say, "I'm serving you. I'm just as important as a CEO. This mm-hmm. this is my this is my company.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so it's attitude." Mm -hmm. he's driving the garbage truck he can have the attitude of this is really crap because there's half the people in those buildings in the city going oh this is really crap even though i'm getting a great wage yeah or you can have the attitude is this is my truck this is what i do this is feeding my family Mm -hmm. um do i want any more for myself what could i do about that or am i happy being stuck here Mm -hmm. but they don't know who they are a lot of them but Mm -hmm. some of them uber drivers I've, i've Talk to every Uber driver. Oh yeah, I love love an Uber combo. I've had some great. Yeah, for a lot of them, they're like, I love this job. Mm. I get to talk to people. Yep. I'm making all these new connections. Um, It's so fascinating and interesting. I actually
0: think Uber would be really, really fun.
1: Yeah, so it's interesting.
2: (laughs) Unless you're picking up sixteen-year-olds at parties, that's not fun. Yeah. Um, So you know, there's all there's there's it's your attitude to where you're at in life at the moment and what you're doing. And mm-hmm. one of the things that we all do as well is the old um, iceberg analogy. Yep. You know, we're judging people on what we see. Oh, he's the, the driver of the, the mm-hmm. garbage truck. But he might have this unbelievable life under here. Yeah, no, definitely. And we're just looking in there. Yeah, for sure. So I, I have no judgment on people. And I'm just like, I hope that he's having a bad day with his mm. truck, right? But he might like his job.
0: Yeah. It could have been the worst day of his life. He could have just been bitten by a bull ant.
2: He could, have been, you know? <laughs> could
0: or, have been bitten by a bull ant in the or, front of the cab. You know, he might. But he
2: might have had a fight with his wife in the morning yeah. and then this car's in the way and it's annoying. But that doesn't mean his life's terrible. So no. I think that we all need to take that responsibility for our own life and to, to love who we are, to protect yourself, to build yourself like a business of what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be different for every human being. We're all going to have to create our own recipe. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do as an executive strategist is help you create the recipe so that you feel awesome.
0: Yeah. No, and that's a really good answer. It's just um, something that I've always... Like with Mac and Tommy, they're, they're very, very... I'm very much into self-development. It's just something that I've always challenged them on and they come up with pretty good answers too. Yeah. But, um, but it's just, yeah, I just I'm very cognizant of the fact that I guess... Life is quite easy for us, is the thing I feel like, to a degree.
2: That's your attitude, though.
0: Yeah, but I'll, okay, I'll give you. A no- there's,
2: there's other people who are born with a silver spoon, so to speak. Yeah, who are really struggling. Yeah, exactly nah, for their sure. attitude. For yeah.
0: sure. I just um, I had this conversation the other day with somebody talking about um, travel, because um, who was I talking to? My friend Bruno. He's um, mm-hmm. he worked with us from Argentina. Now he's over in Melbourne, and we're just talking about like the different economic opportunities over there, and like what his life's like, and then blah blah blah. But um, yeah, I guess like Nepal is the is the example. We did ever space camp a number of times with my previous company, yeah. and I used to. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm not trying to push back. Like I, your point is very valid. I yeah. totally understand what yeah. you mean, and anyone, anyone can be happy, and it's all what happens up here, and that can be you know moulded and and so forth. But a lot but,
2: of people don't know any different. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, I know people that are very happy with not overachieving, they're very happy and comfortable with just the little plot that they have, Yeah. whereas for me it would be a nightmare, Yeah. you know, because I'm a high achieving A yeah. type perfectionist, yeah. overachiever crazy, who has had to modify just to, so I have longevity, but for those people, they have no drive, mm. they, they might be happy just scanning at the checkout and that's fantastic yeah that's awesome
0: yeah i definitely i know that we shouldn't um me particularly and the, the point i'm trying to make i guess is that we i shouldn't and we shouldn't begrudge ourselves of the opportunities that we have it's not our fault that we have but uh, i just um
2: but a lot of people don't want those opportunities no
0: that's right but yeah. i guess the example that i was going to make was um yeah like um people born in places where the example i used the other day with the conversation with bruno was um the the in nepal Mm -hmm. when you're the firstborn child you have to work to support the the mother and father Mm -hmm. and for example the sherpa community so people living at lukla and above you know Mm -hmm. ever space camp and and so forth most if you're not really eloquent with your english you likely won't be a guide you'll likely carry building material up and down a mountain Mm -hmm. for Mm
1: -hmm.
0: 40 years Mm -hmm. and that i just feel like
2: they don't know any different
0: yeah but would it but surely it's
2: that's their sense of belonging Unless yeah they're an outlier who wants to break away mm-hmm. they actually feel like that's my purpose in life is to carry that building material up and down yep. they are not questioning like you're questioning because they yeah, don't have that breadth of knowledge that you have mm. yeah um, it's all relative kind of yeah. yeah
0: and they are supporting their family and i'm sure that that's the most important thing to them i guess
2: that's their value their value their driver here is how do I support my family?
0: Yeah, and it's probably the biggest value that you can probably have in life. So, no, that's definitely a good answer. I just, um, yeah, I guess I probably dwell too much on the fact I think we're really lucky, but...
2: I don't think you should dwell on that. Yeah. I think you should just focus on what am I doing today that supports my values and makes me feel great. Yeah. And it's not about anybody else.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. That's a good answer. So, let me talk to you about the fact that... So, you went into life coaching and so forth, what was it about all this stuff so you work with high performers so you could have obviously as a life coach worked with people that aren't inside of the the, mm-hmm. the, the sporting realm and and coming out of their career and, and high performing ceos um but what made you want to go towards that direction out of interest
2: well i started because i had 200 elite athletes that i was already working with yeah. as a sponsorship manager and i'd already been the other side mm-hmm. where i was looking for sponsorships for them yeah so i'd seen both sides so for good 10 years I'd actually just worked with elite yep. Olympians and the cricket team and yep. footy players etc. so my whole world was high performance mm-hmm. and so transitioning into just the C-suite was mm-hmm. very easy mm-hmm. however I get so much pleasure and I coach a lot of people who are young entrepreneurs mums at home mm-hmm. because that's their job is being a mum. yeah it's really tough um, It doesn't matter who you are i will coach any human being on the planet um i've gone um to sydney i've done a lot of workshops with aboriginal women who are trying Mm -hmm. to integrate from the land into a city living environment Um, and i donate a lot of my time there so it's actually everybody i'm obsessed with this what's your life plan yeah no i'm and it doesn't matter who you are but uh, the speaking that I do, I do a lot of speaking, is usually for medium to large companies. So if you've got yep. a small company, I'll come in and do a workshop for the team. Mm-hmm. If you're a big company, I'll usually go on the whole roadshow around, com- around the country and mm-hmm. talk about you know, what's your life plan and, and who are you without your job, which freaks everybody out. Um, and then I write my books, which is the other part of how do I teach, where mm-hmm. I actually think people... We not, as you said, we're not taught at school. We're not taught at uni any life skills nah. or wellness skills. Nah. So <laughs> I have put them all into a whole suite of books, um, where people can go. Actually, I could try that skill, and does that skill suit my life? So mm-hmm. breathing. Um, Knowing your values, doing a vision statement, mm-hmm. creating a vision board, um, how to set goals properly to suit your values. All of those things, you could just pick one topic and, yeah. go, on and go, I think I'm going to try that because mm-hmm. that's actually a life skill that will support me forever.
0: No, that's great. So, just going, on to the, um, going back to the, the professional s- sports people, mm-hmm. for example, how much of a rough transition is it for those guys? You know, like... Um, I I remember reading an article about um, Michael Jordan, Mm -hmm. pretty much my all-time, and most guys my age, most guys around the world would say, well, he would be the number one for sure. He's the goat. Yeah, Yeah. he's the goat, you know? My son says he's the goat. Yeah, he's the goat of everything pretty much forever, and in my eyes and probably people, you know? So, so Michael Jordan, let's use Michael Jordan for example, because I actually remember reading an article, and um, it was about... um, michael jordan it was like a darker look at like michael jordan's life and his personal relationships with people and and it it was basically like michael jordan is not a good guy this is what the article was kind of like trying to portray yeah um but it was kind of like the main thread around it was like professional sport and coming off that high it was like what would happen to how would you feel if you went from the king of the world to yeah the bloke who used to be king of the world Yeah, it's like I've
2: gone from strawberries and cream to vanilla. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And life becomes really vanilla for them because Mm -hmm. you're used to getting patted on the back, everything's Mm. free, um, you've got the cameras in your face, so you're actually living in a superficial um, existence. Very much so. Then when you come back and you're off that merry-go-round and no one's giving you free drinks anymore and patting you on the back and you're just you, that's really confronting. Mm. And the same thing happens to the corporate person. Who are you without Macquarie Bank or whatever your title might be? I had to experience the same thing when I left Bollet because when I was at Bollet, I was sponsorship manager, lots of money. Mm -hmm. And I had like a thousand free Sunnies to give away every year. So I had a lot of friends. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I was everywhere. Friends Friends was random people in the street. Oh my God, there's a Sunny lady! Oh, it's, just, it's just so nice to be a friend Can yeah, can have a pair of sunnies so, so and there's a lot of contra in those days yeah a lot of wheeling and dealing yeah and the day that i left i went from you know 300 emails a day and being mispopular mm-hmm. um free tickets to anything to zero mm. and it was horrible yeah it was ho- i had what to about? really reinvent myself and i am not my job and mm. And I know what the athlete feels like and I know what the corporate athlete feels like because mm. i felt it myself and it's devastating mm. to realise that actually that was just my title. It mm. wasn't me. Mm. They, weren't, they weren't attached to me. They were attached to my title and what it would give them. So for, yeah. the, for the poor athlete, you know, take football for example, you know, three of them will go into media uh, but three years later the, the new youngies will come through and knock them off. So mm. what's next? Mm. But what about everybody else? Yeah. What about all of the others who have to just go home to their house? There's no running onto their sacred mm. ground mm. anymore. The MCG, there's no yeah. fans. Mm. There's there's no trainer to support you, a dietitian, there's no physio. You've had this team of structure and all the scaffolding just got taken away. Mm. Um, and it's a big drop and that's where I come in and say, Well that's let's, let's build a really solid person so you don't need all of that stuff. Mm. Um, so it is. It is a terrible experience for I would say the majority. Yeah. To go back to vanilla life. Oh. When you've had sprinkles oh, and yeah. you know fairy dust over the everything. ultimate
0: adrenaline dump. Yeah. 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 It would be. It would be brutal. I've always kind of thought that it's good now that people are. Um, my friend Pam actually, um, she is part of the. I'm going to butcher the hell out of this because I really don't know what it is. But she's part of the. She um, won't mind. <laughs> yeah. She's part of the. Um, Australian hockey um No, I don't. Know, she's part of athlete well- wellness. Yeah. Um, she's a part of a new athlete wellness department mm-hmm. within Victorian sport mm-hmm. or Australian oh, I sport. I should go and talk to her. Yeah, she's great. You yeah. guys will get along swimmingly. So. Yeah. Um, but she's so excited about it because it's actually in, in. I forget exactly the. Um, the association that, that that she works with but um she's actually it's a brand new area yes. and they haven't had any ability to help people coming out of that part of yes. the sporting world ever it's ever. new you no. know and it's and they're all bu- they're building it themselves and so mm-hmm. forth and she says it's so rewarding mm. and um every day is new and they're really actually making great inroads in like you know looking after athletes um because you know rightly or wrongly they are our absolute heroes athletes and mm. You know, up well, with
2: twenty years ago, when I first became a coach to coach athletes, I had two hundred people that already trusted me, so yeah. that was fine for my business. But I went into the football world saying we need to set up some programs for these people, yeah. and they're like, "No, we don't want to know about it." Yeah, and it's taken twenty <coughs> years for this mm. stuff to happen, and mm. I was way before my time. I saw the problem too early. Yeah, um, and I think now it's really exciting that they are starting programs. They've still got a long way to go. Oh, definitely. A long way. Definitely. But I think a lot of people need one-on-one, someone to really work with them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's definitely probably still a long way to go. I don't know the inside mm. scoop on, on what's going on in professional sport and so forth, but I think everything is trending in the right direction in that, in that, yes. in that you know, area. It's, it goes along with... It's mental health, really, yes. you know, isn't it? And, yeah. and I remember having a conversation with my um, grandma because um, my grandfather had depression all his life and ended up taking his own life when he was like 70. And um, we were just talking about it, me and my nan, and, uh, and I told her how I struggle with this and that and, and, and what have you. And she said, you know what, you're so lucky to be born in this day and age because, you know, your grandfather, he could never, he would never talk to me about it. He could certainly never talk to his friends and family about it because no. no one would do business with him, no one would respect him. And he certainly wouldn't be seen dead going and seeing a psychologist, you know, 50, yeah. 50 years ago. And, and that's changed you know, that's, we're light years ahead of there where, where we were and we'll continue to, to continue get better, to I think, evolve. as well. I yeah. think we will. I think, I think so. I think,
2: I think it's now quite acceptable for people to realise to support their mental health, mm-hmm. whether it be anxiety, depression, bipolar, it doesn't matter what it is, and we're all going to have something. Mm. Everyone's got something. Oh, yeah, I've got plenty of bits okay? and pieces. <laughs> so everyone's got something and I've got chronic fatigue and I've got depression, but we have to build the recipe that's going to support you with whatever that issue may be. Mm. So your recipe is different to mine, that's different to the guy upstairs, to the girl over there, is that we need to own it and we need Mm -hmm. to understand it and we need to build the support structure here so that we don't keep falling down here. So here is all our habits Mm. and our support structures that keep us, you know, in control Mm. and make the the road as smooth as possible. So we need that habit structure and the plan sitting right under the values.
0: Yeah. So um i'd like to actually ask you specifically shanna mm-hmm. and i reckon people that are listening would probably be thinking the same thing so tell us about your um recipe recipe uh-huh. your recipe uh-huh. your values your yeah. your structure yeah.
2: so my values are really simple they are health mm-hmm. is first because i've lost my health so it's yeah. health health is mental physical emotional and spiritual there's four mm-hmm. parts to our health it's mm-hmm. not just do i wake up and feel healthy Yep. So every day, what am I doing to support that? Mm-hmm. You know, so I've already done my exercise this morning. I've already set my intention. I've done some breathing practice, mm-hmm. um, and drunk my liter of water. Like mm-hmm. That's just all just done, yep. right? And if I can do that ninety percent of my days, that's awesome. Yeah. But ten percent, I won't. Yeah. Because something I had a really late night or yeah. I was on a plane something or whatever. Gets in so the who way. cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But look at your percentage of yeah. don't get angry at yourself if you haven't done it. Yeah. Um, my second one value is family happiness and that doesn't mean is my family happy mm-hmm. because I've got a sixteen year old, a fourteen year old, a dog and a CEO husband. <laughs> like I I, I can make <laughs> them all happy every yeah. day. So yeah. my job then <coughs> to support that value is am I showing up, being the best version of myself? Yep. Which means I have to focus on myself
1: mm-hmm. and supporting do, them to be happy.
2: Do the things that make me f- up here, mm-hmm. so that I can go into the family and be the warm and nurturing mum and yep. I can be the fun and inspiring wife, and I can mm-hmm. be the calm, confident coach, and I can be the fun friend. Mm-hmm. If I haven't looked after myself here, yeah. I'm going to be down here and I'm not going to... Oh, I can't give to anybody. Mm-hmm. The third one for me is achievement. You probably guessed I'm a bit of an achievement junkie.
0: <laughs> oh, you made your way onto BroLosophy, so yeah, you can finally uh, tick that box. Tick that box. Congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs> so it's been on the bucket list. So,
2: um, because I'm an achievement junkie, I burn out really quickly because I love a to-do list and searching yeah, goals. you go
0: too
1: hard. I go really hard. And, <laughs> I'm,
2: I, and, and the drive is really strong. So, yeah. the achievement for me... Is pulling back the achievement for the day for me is doing the breathing Mm -hmm. maybe a bit of meditation Mm -hmm. maybe a bit of journal what did i do for myself today that will allow me to have longevity and not burn out that's Mm -hmm. actually more important than selling a thousand books and going on tv yeah what did i do to protect this person and keep her up there instead of just like thrashing Mm -hmm. down here So that's the values, which is really simple. And then there's just two simple strategies, which is how I start and finish the day Mm -hmm. that are non-negotiable 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So I said how I start and then how I finish. And I always finish with when I go and brush my teeth, I go to the mirror, I check in with myself, which is your best friend? Mm -hmm. How's today? You know, you rock that, sort of didn't rock that. (laughs) That's okay. Mm -hmm. What are you grateful for? write a few grateful things down, put on my nice face creams, which means I care for myself, go into bed, I do my breathing practice in bed, you mm-hmm. know, the yoga nidra, I shut everything down in my body. Mm-hmm. It's actually that simple. Yeah. So I can do that in any state, any country. Yeah.
0: It's really five or 10 minutes, probably you've yeah, really that's 15 all maybe, is. I don't know. Be, I think yeah.
2: people put all this pressure, as you were talking to you before we started, put all this pressure on the self, oh, I have to, I've got a tick that I've done my meditation, mm. I've got a tick that I've, done my journal mm. and i've got to do all of these things and that, that that's more pressure yeah so if we actually just keep it simple i've got to move my body eat well focus on my sleep because mm-hmm. sleep's the medicine oh my god sleep's the best medicine key. key key absolute key so rather than warming up with coffee every day and cooling down with alcohol oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so rather than using that as my drug maybe i should use breathing as my drug mm-hmm. or some rituals that make me feel grounded or Connected back to my powerhouse, which makes me remember this, this picture. Mm-hmm. This picture is really this picture is actually on my mirror mm. in the bathroom, yep. so I can never forget. Do not go down here. Mm. Protect. Keep yourself up here. So this picture is actually really important to me mm. and to and to my clients because they they understand the picture and they've built their own version of the picture. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's great.
2: So I think everybody, you know, has the opportunity whether you're the garbage truck driver or whoever Mm -hmm. you are, to build your little life plan that says, this is where I'd like to go. These are my values. These are my little pillars that keep me steady Mm -hmm. and connected to myself. And the rest of the life is going to be chaotic. Mm. It just is.
0: Yeah, that's life.
2: Weather and wind and pandemics, and it doesn't matter. That's all just stuff. But if you can stay grounded in the process and calm and... Don't panic because you're pretty clear about who you are and how you're going to make today good for yourself. That's actually as simple as it is. And, and if we can stop overcomplicating everything, mm. it'd be great.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, that's good. I like it. Simplicity.
2: Simplicity is key.
0: And, uh, and uh, yeah, empathy, I reckon, is a good one as well, yeah. which I've had to teach you, myself you a little bit. You can be
2: empathetic when you're up here. Yeah. You can't down here. Yeah. You're too tired. Yeah. So yep, for sure. when we do self-care, it's not selfish. Mm. It's actually kind. And mm. when we care for ourselves, and we're up here, we can give to others. We can be compassionate. We can mm. be empathetic. We can help. But we've got a nice full tank. Yeah, and, and that, to me, is what you should be working for, the full tank. Because when you've got the full tank, you can be all of those wonderful things. Mm. If you're going to go and destroy yourself, you can't be those things.
1: Mm. Yep.
0: That's very, very good advice. So I saw on your um, website mm-hmm. when I was um, doing prep before the show that you are doing Camino de Santiago, is yes, that right? The yes. what, uh, Camino, Camino Trail, Camino is that Trail. what it's called? Camino Trail. So, yeah.
2: um, my wonderful other business partner in my second business that I have, which is, is a wellness training mm-hmm. business for, for the corporates or for, for any company that mm-hmm. actually wants to come and learn the skills, yep. we run workshops for staff. We are taking groups to the Camino Trail in Spain and we're doing an eight-day walk where we just do about 20, 25 k's a day. Yep. But we coach you while we're walking. Cool. And we do little mini workshops under trees. So yes, rather right. than, it's like an exp- it's like a big experience where, you know, you've done base camp. Yeah. If you had a coach next to you talking to you about your life and your journaling and writing and you, as you're walking, you're really digesting what we just talked about. You want to come away with, some incredible epiphanies and mm. insights into your life and a bit of strategy moving forward. So awesome. it's gonna be awesome fun. Yeah, so we're gonna yeah, do that every sure. year. So Sish. we'll take a group every year of people that really want to experience a Camino Trail because it's usually a bucket list item. Yeah. Um, it's a pilgrimage and it's a, you know, quite a spiritual path. But take that time to actually work on yourself and take yep. a pause out of the crazy life and, and go and think about yourself write about yourself, work on yourself, get yourself a great plan. So when you come back into the chaos, you feel really good that you have your map.
0: Oh, yeah. You'd be fired up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: Have fun. Um, Mac, who my great friend who I mentioned earlier, he ended up working for Adventure with me and started this podcast, or whatever. He, we did Ever Space Camp. That's where we became friends. Oh, he okay. was a client on our Ever Space Camp trip yeah. and he ended up running the, uh, the Base Camp trips for us yeah. in the end. And uh, he always, always quotes that that trip changed his life he had the clarity to 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 be with himself and think he sat down with like-minded you know Mm -hmm. you know really people that were into self-development and and really um connect with all those you know everyone that was on the trip and just yeah and that's what our company used to do really is we would because you let
2: people press the pause button on life. yeah yeah you remove them from the chaotic playground Mm -hmm. and took them out just to observe the playground yeah and that's a gift Yep. It's a gift for yourself and it's a gift that you gave people and hopefully yep. that we will give people as
0: well. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. I'm very excited for you. it will be great. Mm. So two things really to, before we wrap it up. So what's the best piece of advice you would give to someone? If you had one sentence that you could sum up everything that you stand for and how you can help people, what would that be, I wonder?
2: Know yourself. Okay, cool. You are a business. Mm-hmm. Protect the asset and let it grow, nurture it, nourish it because you've only got one amazing precious life Yep. so if you don't know your best friend who's there from the first breath to the last breath and you can't work with that person because you're really disconnected and worried Mm -hmm. about everybody else and everything else this person's there the whole time which is you so Mm -hmm. becoming um connected to yourself so you can make the best possible decisions for yourself i think is the most important piece of advice cool
0: that's great. All right. So, um, Shanna, what does the future look like for you? Anything you got? It, yeah, obviously, there's a Camino, which you're really excited about. But like anything? Yeah, what does the future look like for you? F- one I'm, year, two uh, years, five well, years, ten years, whatever.
2: I'm so super excited. And I'm not sure if I should say this when this young general, I'm turning 50. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the, half, the, half, the half a ton. <laughs> I
2: mean, Raise the bat. Exactly. So i Exactly. So, I'm, I'm <laughs> actually really excited because I think life's just starting for cool. me. Cool. Great. So, I'm looking forward to my 50s and to get to 60 and... And I've got, you know, travel plans, um, I've got plans for my business, for my writing, for new books. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to steep in the fact that I have 20 years experience in this industry mm-hmm. um, and become sort of the guru, I suppose, because there's not many people with that experience mm-hmm. and working with the elite and bringing that down to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty excited about life. I've got four years left, and both my kids have finished school. Cool. So that'll be happy days. <laughs> I mean, what's not to like? Yeah. You know, what's oh, that's not great. To like? That's yeah. good.
0: You've, you seem very fired up, I which am. fires me up. Oh, I <laughs> am, and I want to be fit, and I yeah. want to be
2: agile. So. You know, when people say, you know, why do you go to yoga? It's because I've thought of my 75 year old self and she's saying, go to yoga. Because <laughs> yeah. I, want I want to tie up my I want to feel better. I want and, to feel and good. I want to be able to get in and out of the car really yeah. well and I want to be able to do headstands. So I do headstand today yeah. for her. <laughs> yeah, that's you know? great. And so yeah, good um, way to look at there's it. so much purpose and energy and excitement because I really understand what's going to be valuable for me in the future.
0: Cool. All right. And, um, anything that you would like to plug i'm sure a lot of people would love to hear more or know where to find you and everything yeah. that you offer where can people find you
2: um at dot i would love all of your listeners to to get the life plan which is my book here yep and it's a beautiful book it does um, look very
0: very um and it's every, very pretty book it's yeah, a nice it will sit nicely on a coffee, table, it's a coffee table, which table which is good
2: but it's full of life skills yeah so it's like the Donahue cookbook for life, yep. you know, like the simple strategies. I have Donahue really cookbooks, think.
0: I think. Somehow I got given yeah, them one time. Yeah, because they work. Yeah, they just right? sit on top of my fridge because they look really nice. They look good. <laughs>
2: okay, well, this is going to sit on the coffee table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it cool. It good, but you're going to open it and go, oh, I could do that. Mm-hmm. And so I'd love everyone to get a copy of this and buy one for their friends because... This is a summary of life and wellness skills that we need that we're mm-hmm. not taught at school and it's done in a beautiful way so that you don't put it on the shelf, mm-hmm. but you actually do keep it out there. Yeah, cool. And for those Smart. people that really do want to invest in their plan of self, that you know, feel free to contact me and, and go through a program with me. Um, Great. Mm-hmm. So, or Instagram, shannakennedy.
0: Cool. All right, Shanna, well, thanks for coming on the show. Two handshakes in a minute. Bad for coronavirus, but Bad, good for but the show. <laughs> like, but we're fine. We're <laughs> yeah. fine. We are fine panic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, cool. And that's a wrap. Alrighty, gang. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed that show, please support us. Um, ways you can do that is you can support us by subscribing on all good podcasting platforms Uh, if that's the way you want to do it maybe just you know maybe do it then just like (coughs) steal you know your mum's phone your dad's phone your brother's phone whoever you're with maybe just even go into an iPhone store and (coughs) just you know open up their phones hit subscribe Uh, that'd be great just bumps up our numbers Um, you know fake downloads are as good as real downloads let's be honest and um yeah, you can also subscribe on YouTube uh, at Bill Kerr TV. Same deal. You know, borrow someone else's computer. Just set up a few fake Gmail accounts if you really want to really support us and you know, get as many subscribers across the line for us as you can. And, uh, and also, you can support us by supporting our sponsors. So True Protein, head to trueprotein.com.au. Use the code bro for 10% off. Head to au.yeti.com forward slash Bro. For uh, anything cooler related and outdoor wear related, Yeti are the only place to go. And head to athena.co, A-T-H-Y-N-A for 20% off on staffing solution services. This has been Philosophy Through the Eyes of an Idiot. See you next week.